0: And this podcast is all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So, girlfriends, let's do the damn thing. What's up, girl? I'm so excited you're here for today's episode because we're going to talk about developing an expansive mindset. And I want to share with you a personal story that's pretty open and transparent from a financial perspective. And also, I want to share with you some of the takeaways that I'm getting from this book that's super juicy that I'm reading right now. And I will tell you, at the time that I'm recording this, I'm actually in our hotel in Maui. (laughs) I'm, I'm sitting in my towel and I've got a lot of really weird tan lines but I'm feeling so excited and just so grateful because I've gotten to be here with my husband, Sina, for the last 10 days, staying in this beautiful resort. It's the Ritz-Carlton Maui, which I highly recommend in Kapalua. And just getting to feel like so rejuvenated and so excited and get so much quality time. Because if you didn't know, at the time that I'm recording this, I'm almost 27 weeks pregnant. And after we get back from this trip, we're moving into this season where we're finishing up like our house is getting renovated. We've got a couple Airbnbs that are up and running. We've got our big empower her live event coming up in September. So lots of things to do when you've got hundreds of women flying in for an event. And then it's like baby boy comes his due date is November 3rd. So sometime around there. And so it's just this really fun season of life where we're enjoying this time together, but we're also in this very expansive, like excited season So whenever we're like that, we always have really juicy conversations. And we also both really love to tap into different books. So one of the books that I'm reading right now is called 10X is Easier Than 2X. And I actually referred to one of Dan Sullivan, who's the author of this book, one of his other books, Who Not How, in Monday's podcast episode. And like Who Not How, 10X is Easier Than 2X is also a business book. But I found that it's really, really interesting when you think about these principles and how it can like apply to any aspect of your life, and in particular with finances and really like how you can expand what you believe is possible for you. So why I wanted to share this is because I was reading this by the pool and I was thinking about how so many women, maybe you specifically, are like me and that you have a pretty good situation. So sometimes it can be difficult to want to leave good and go for great because you don't have your back against the wall, right? Like when you're in a really horrible situation where you have to come up with a solution, there's that necessity that you have to find a path to get out of this bad situation into a better situation. But when things are pretty good or they're comfortable, maybe you've got a job that on paper makes sense or you're in a so-so relationship or you've got some friends that you can hang out with. They're not super expansive friends, but like you're doing fine or you're in good health or you're in like a good financial situation, but you're not in great and your body, like physically like viscerally in your body, you feel this tug towards great, but you're not getting yourself to take action. It can often be just because you don't have the necessity, right? There's no need. your back's not against the wall. And this book really like shook up this perspective for me. In fact, one of the quotes that Dan Sullivan says in this book is "Necessity is the mother of invention. So when there's no need, How are you going to get yourself to actually take action, to build your version of a great life, to build a great relationship, to have great health, to have great finances, to have great opportunities, to have great expansion in your business? Well, he breaks this all down. and The basic premise of this entire book, 10x is easier than 2x, is that setting seemingly impossible goals is actually more practical... Than setting possible goals, like 2x goals, because setting 10x goals forces you to think outside of your current level of knowledge, assumptions, and really get creative because you're thinking into this like land of unknown, right? Like if you're just wanting to, increase a little bit your financial situation or you're wanting to just improve a little bit your health goals or you're wanting to just take your business just a couple, you know, thousand dollars a year or something up. It's not going to require you to do that much, but it is going to require that you pick a path, right? But when your goal is to 10x and like, really go to this seemingly impossible level of what a goal could be, there's very few paths to getting you a 10x return, right? And it raises the necessity for you to get really creative, right? Necessity is the mother of invention. So it's interesting because I've thought a lot about this in terms of my own goals for my business next year. And it actually brought me back To a conversation that my husband Cena and I had with our friend Chris Harder. He has also been a business mentor of mine. We are new investors in his company Frello. Like we just love him and his wife Lori. In fact, if you're coming to Empower Her Live, him and Lori are actually going to be doing like a little relationship Q and A talk with me. I love getting his perspective around like money mindset and how to build a business and chase your dreams. When you're married to someone who's also doing that too, like they talk a lot about relationships. Anyways, beside the point, I have to tell you about this conversation. So, Back in May of uh, May 18th, in particular, um, my husband Cena and I closed on our first house for us. So prior to actually buying that house for us, we had bought investment properties. If you're new to the show or you don't know our backstory, so my husband Cena used to be a dentist, and I've been an entrepreneur since 2014. First was network marketing, then I started my podcast, then it turned into memberships, courses, events, all these random things that I do now. Right, and. Cena actually left dentistry in 2021 because he just realized like it wasn't aligned for him. And we're really big proponents of building lives that you're obsessed with. And so often, we stay in things because we think that we need to because especially in his case, like he had gone to school for so long and he put so much money and time into becoming a, a dentist. But I'm like, if it doesn't feel aligned for you, then don't do it anymore because you have one shot here on this planet, right? So anyway, he started getting into real estate investing. And that was what we decided to do was, you know, take the income from my business and put it into real estate because we saw the opportunities of how much more time freedom that could give us when we have kids and all of that stuff, right? Which now is coming up pretty quickly here. Anyways, long story short, when we first started investing in real estate, we bought our first property February eighteenth of twenty twenty two. And we were in this mode at that point in time. We're like, let's set some crazy goals that feel like they're really unattainable. And we decided that we would have a goal of closing on a new property every single quarter. And from a financial perspective, how we did this, my husband, Cena actually loves talking about creative financing. We did not put 20% down on all of these properties that we bought. Like He literally loves talking about this. He's actually relaunching um, his podcast in the real estate space called Get Investing Soon. So if you're interested in that, go check it out there. I'm not going to break down all the nitty gritty of the finances because that's not the point. The point is um, we had decided when we first bought our property, February 18th of 2022, that we would have this goal of closing on one property a quarter. We didn't know how we were going to do it. It sounded totally crazy. It was forcing us to really think super creatively about it. And I realized on May 18th, like we kind of forgot about the goal because again, it felt like it was like such a stretch goal. It like had us thinking really big. And then we just were like, okay, let's just see what we can actually do. What's manageable. That might've been too crazy of a goal. And as we're signing the paperwork on May 18th of this past, like this current year, 2023, we realized (laughs) that literally it was our fifth property that we closed on exactly five quarters From when we bought our first property, February 18th of 2022. So we went from owning $0 in real estate to $4.5 million worth of real estate, or what they call like AUM, assets under management, in 15 months. And why I'm sharing that is not to be like, oh, look at what we've done, blah, 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 like look at us, but more so that like sometimes you get to this point where if you're willing to call your shot on really big goals, and then you just get laser focused, you can actually make those goals happen. And right after that happened, we actually texted Chris. And we were like, Chris, this is so crazy. Because we wanted to also thank him. Chris has been a huge advocate for helping support us as entrepreneurs. And he actually is an interesting person. I talk a lot about on this podcast, the power of proximity to people that look like the direction of where you're headed. Way back in, I want to say like 2017, maybe, I found Chris's podcast by listening into it because I was looking for a money mindset podcast. And he talks a lot about like generosity and he talks about money mindset and growth. And I had just not had a lot of people around me that had really abundant money mindset. So I would listen to his podcast all the time. And then I got Cena hooked on his podcast. Fast forward, I ended up joining his mastermind. And now we're friends with him too. It's just like, it's been such a beautiful evolution. But sometimes you have to tap into people whose vision or perspective is different than yours. So you can borrow belief from them of what's possible. And you can even adopt some of the beliefs that they have that can serve you towards helping you get where you want to go. If you are anything like me, you might be a little bit concerned about all the toxic crap that's in products because I have been thinking so much about this. And what's really cool is I found a skincare company. I've actually been using this company for five years, but the products that they keep releasing are blowing my mind, especially because at the time that I'm recording this, I am in Hawaii with my husband, Sina, and we have been out at the pool. And this company even has non-toxic sunscreen. It's literally amazing. So what I wanted to tell you is make sure that you check out Clear Stem skincare. This company has not only non-toxic products, but they're anti-acne and anti-aging. And you know when you find a company that you just know the quality of the products are amazing, and you know that they do adequate amounts of research, and they also really care about educating consumers. Like, I just want to shout about Clear Stem from the rooftops. So if you haven't checked them out yet, I literally use their face wash. I use their scrub. I love their Hydroberry moisturizer. They have another moisturizer, Hydroglow, Glow, which is awesome. But I love the Hydra Berry because I put it on at night, especially since we've been in the sun a lot. And maybe you're in the sun a lot this summer too. I put it on at night and it just seeps into my pores and I wake up and I'm like, my skin feels like a freaking baby's butt. So honestly, check out Hydroberry. And they have amazing serums. I love their Bounce Back, which is their um, like their Botox serum essentially. And then again, check out their SPF. Like Check out their sunscreens. They've got a brush on one. They've got another moisturizer on. I love them both. And because you're a listener of this show, you can use code Kasia, K-A-C-I-A. If you head to clearstemskincare.com, it'll save you with a sweet discount. And then, of course, as always, any sponsors of the show, like definitely let me know what you check out because I love getting DMs from you on Instagram. And you're like, Kasia, I checked out ClearStem, And oh my gosh, I love them as much as you. This is what I think about their products because I just love hearing what you're vibing with too. So, anyways, check out Clearstone. And without further ado, let's dive back into the show. Anyway, so when we realized that we had closed on our fifth property exactly five quarters from when we bought our first property, I instantly. Texted Chris and I was like, thank you so much for all of your support and hype. You've like been such an expander for us. And this is what just happened. You know, we closed on our fifth property, four and a half million dollars worth of real estate in 15 months. Like, I can't even believe this is possible. And, you know, he's celebrating with us, he's gets super pumped. <laughs> he's an Indiegram seven like me. So he's like, let's go! Like, just gets really excited about things. And then he asked us a couple of questions that I thought were so important to ask. So he said, number one, how do we now get to 20 million AUM by the end of 2024? AUM, again, meaning like assets under management. How do we get to 20 million? Keep in mind, we just hit 4.5 million. He's like, okay, now how do we get to 20 million? Which sounds totally crazy when you're sitting there at 4.5, like how in the world did you get to 20 million? And then he also was asking us, like, how do you do this in a way that's still really fun and supports the life that you want to have, the relationship that you want to have in pursuit of it? There are answers to these questions. Let's find the answers. And the reason I'm sharing that with you is because, you know, take what makes sense in your life and your story with that question. Because again, hearing that question was forcing us to then say, how in the world would we do that? That sounds completely unrealistic. And it doesn't even matter. That's actually not even our goal for next year. But the whole idea behind this concept is really important because it's such a big goal that it seems like, how in the world would we do that? I have no idea. Well, what happens is If you ask yourself an unrealistic goal type question like that, like how would we go from 4.5 to 20 million by the end of 2024, it feels so unattainable. Well, it's going to force you to tap into creative different solutions. And like the 10X is easier than 2X book talks about, there are very few paths that are going to create a 10X return. But there are a lot of ways to have a 2X return. Right? But those impossible goals can actually really help you elevate to a different level of asking yourself different questions. And again, I want you to think about this in your own life and take what makes sense in your life. I'm guessing that you're probably not listening into this with a, you know, an assets under management and real estate goal for what's coming up in 2024. But maybe you are a business owner, or maybe you do have a podcast that you're wanting to grow. And you're saying, I would love to increase this by 100 listeners a month. What if you asked yourself, how could I increase this by 10,000 listeners a month? I'm not saying that has to be your goal, but I'm saying if you ask yourself that question, that 10x mindset, that goal that feels like it's unrealistic, it might provide you with some creative solutions that you can then use to grow even more. It's the whole concept of like, if you shoot for the uh, moon, you'll land among the stars, right? It's kind of corny, but it's really true. If your goal is only to 2x... Then you might land like a little bit of, above where you started now. But if your goal is to ten x and you're in a season of life that that feels aligned, which is also always most important, right, is set goals that actually make sense for your season of life. If you have a brand new like newborn baby and you're like the idea of you just like showing up and trying to build a business feels unattainable, then stick with that right now. Right, I'm always sharing this with the perspective of tapping into any of you that listen in, maybe you specifically, that you are in a season where you're feeling like there's so many different paths to get where you want to go and you feel like this analysis paralysis, or you're not creating this necessity to elevate. Well, like Dan Sullivan says in the book, necessity is the mother of invention. So if you're asking yourself this 10x question for any goals that you have in your life... It's going to create this need to find an answer to that question, which might unlock a creative solution that you already have in you. You just haven't started taking action on it. And I think it's a really powerful way to get yourself to elevate your own perspective and mindset. If you're not going to ask yourself something that feels unrealistic, then you're not going to come up with creative new ideas. And I think it's not the point of the goal in itself, it's the point of expanding your mindset to ask yourself, what could I do here, right? What's possible for me? Well, it's it's something that you haven't even like found out yet, right? What's possible for you is not shown to you in the past, it's shown to you in the future, but the way that you're going to unlock it is by actually tapping into asking yourself more expansive questions. And I just wanted to share like I normally don't talk about the real estate and our financial stuff on this podcast, but I do think it is really important that I share about this too because it is hard to be what you can't see, and I want to be more open and unapologetic about the fact that I do want to build this life where we have all of these opportunities, not just for our family, but for ways that we can give back to our, you know, extended family, to people that we love in our life, to create these, you know, just this ripple effect. And finances is part of it, so it's important to talk about but I did want to share with you one particular excerpt from this book, and it's called The Prospect Theory. And it's this concept that humans have an enormous aversion to loss. We fear and avoid loss more than we seek gain, right? So we're much more scared of like losing something than we're excited to gain something, typically speaking. And What's interesting he quotes in this book that loss aversion primarily manifests itself in three specific forms. One is as humans we continue to invest in something simply because you've already invested in it, which is like that sunk cost fallacy. This would apply to you if you are a marketing director and you've been in marketing for a really long time or like my husband Sina, you, you know, a dentist. It's like I spent so much time doing this, i sh- i should just continue down this path because i've already invested so much time it would be a waste to throw it all away right so we stay in things that don't feel aligned for us because like we've just already invested in it or number 2 is we overvalue something that we own or believe simply because it's yours And this is where I think we can get stuck from a financial perspective is sometimes we adopt the beliefs of people that we don't even realize we've adopted those beliefs. This is one of the ways that I actually found Chris Harder's podcast early on in like around 2017 is because I struggled with money mindset as I was building a business and it was starting to earn more money. I had this belief in my head that making more money was bad, right? Or that people that made a lot of money were like evil. And I don't think I actually had the word evil in my head, but it was this belief that I'd adopted from other people in my family that like money was bad. But I actually believe my true belief for myself is that money only magnifies who you already are, right? So if you're a good person and you do make more money, you can do great things with that money. Like I truly do believe that to be true, but I had to stop and question myself. And sometimes we get stuck because we're overvalued valuing something that we already own even if it's a belief that we've been thinking that thing for so long that we don't even question our own beliefs to ask ourselves what's possible for us right so that might be a way that you're getting stuck right now is like overvaluing something simply because it's been part of your life for a long time and the third way is continuing to do something that you've previously done in order to be viewed by yourself and others as consistent They call this the consistency principle. So like you've been doing something for so long and you know that it doesn't feel aligned anymore, but you have this like idea in your head that you're only going to be successful if you keep going with that thing, right? So this is for some of you. I've actually had conversations. If you didn't know, I help a lot of podcasters. help them launch podcasts as well as grow, scale and monetize podcasts because I love this platform so much and I just think it's so cool. But there are some women that start my podcasting course And they launched their podcast. They absolutely love it. And they keep going and they build huge communities and businesses and make tons of impact. They love it as much as I did. There are some women that start and they do it for six months. It's totally aligned for them. And then they start to feel like maybe this is not something that I want to do anymore. But in their head, they're deciding that that means that they're not successful if they don't keep going because of this concept of this consistency principle where they're telling themselves, well, if I don't keep going, then I'm not successful. I don't want other people to view me as inconsistent. But to me, I believe living an aligned life is what matters. So being consistent is important if you're being consistent at the things that you actually love, right? If there was a point in time, although I don't foresee this happening in the future at any point in time, but if there was a point in time where this podcast no longer felt aligned for me, I'm not gonna create the story that it's a failure if I decided to stop doing it. Don't worry, I'm not going to stop doing it. Like I literally love this; is my favorite thing ever. Um, but truly, I think that can often hold us back too, right? So this is the whole concept. If you're interested in looking more into this, it's called the prospect theory, and Dan Sullivan mentions this in his book. Ten X is easier than two X. So. I know this podcast is a little bit all over the place in terms of all of these concepts, but I'm just coming from this really expansive mindset right now where I'm starting to allow myself to ask those really big questions and also even just get more unapologetic on this podcast about the things that I'm excited about and not being so afraid of, judgment of talking about things like money, which I know can be so taboo. But like if nobody's talking about it, then we can't have conversations around it. So definitely let me know if this podcast episode in particular hit home with you or if you're interested in more things around money mindset. I also am listening to a couple of other books right now that I feel like could be really aligned to create content for this podcast community around. So DM me or text me or tag this on Instagram stories if it was helpful. And I want to leave you with this one other quote. From Dan Sullivan's book. It's actually from Alice in Wonderland. So Alice says, Would you tell me, please, which way I ought to go from here? And the Cheshire Cat says, Alice, that depends a good deal on where you want to get to. Alice says, I don't care much where. The Cheshire Cat says, Then it doesn't matter which way you go. So if you're feeling stuck, I want to challenge you. To get a little bit more clear on the direction that you're headed, you don't need to know exactly where you're headed. You don't need to know step one, two, three, four, five. You don't need to know the how, right? In fact, what we talked about on Monday's podcast episode is the who actually matters more than the how, right? But maybe a way to unlock what it is that you're excited about is to ask yourself some more expansive questions, to ask yourself something that feels unrealistic, to challenge yourself to think of a 10x goal instead of just a 2x goal that feels safe. Because that 10x goal might unlock some creative solutions and it might give you a very few amount of paths to getting towards 10x if you feel like you're overwhelmed by the amount of paths that you can take. And remember, like Dan Sullivan talks about in this book, necessity is the mother of invention. So this is why it's hard to go from good to great if there's no need. So create need. One of the ways that you can do this by asking yourself 10x questions. So I love you. I'm rooting for you. I hope this episode was helpful, girl. And I will talk to you soon.